Welcome to the Weird Internet Podcast. We are your friendly internet explorers here to document and discuss the internet's most fascinating events and communities. I'm your host, Jarrell, joined along with my two co-hosts, Alejandro and Chris. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, yo. Uh, Alejandro, could, could you, could you, was, hmm? was that you? Was I, I'm not sure if I got your voice on that one. Yeah, no, I said, hey, I said, hey, what's up? What's up, y'all? Oh, okay, okay, cool. Well, it's just, I think I was tripping. Um, but anyways. Oh, no worries, man. <laughs> anyways, today, we're going to be talking about a community that some people are actually kind of unaware of. Um, you see, you see what they, um, <laughs> you see what they buy. You see all of these uh, things kind of sold everywhere. Uh, but it turns out there's an actual community that really engages and even fosters um, additional more of this specific um, toy or action figure or whatever it is. You know, uh, let's just refer to it as what it actually is, Andro. We're talking about Funko Pops today. Mm-hmm. That's right. I don't even know where they got the name Funko Pop, but I'm sure Hondro, my good friend Hondro here, uh, can dive in and explain exactly what this thing is all about yeah yeah so you know what let's just let's just dive right in let's just power through the context here so real quick funko was founded by mike becker a toy collector in 1998 so i think i think he was like oh you know what um for for y'all millennials out there for y'all like for those people like in that awkward zone between millennial and gen z (laughs) like funko is exactly like it was catered for us, you know. So, this company actually began by making Bob's Big Boy Coin Banks. I don't know if you guys remember those. Those were like the um, the guy with like the really big head that was like a foot. That was, he like um, he owned like a chain of restaurants, and it just kind of looks very like it's like a Funko Pop, but like really creepy '90s version of it. Okay, that's like most things from the '90s. All right, got it. Yeah. They really needed to get their like animation stuff down. But anyways, so the first pops themselves were Austin Powers bobbleheads. Oh and those sold 80,000 units. Okay. And yeah, so that was like, you know, pretty, pretty good. And I would say like Mike Becker, I mean, that's like, that's an accomplishment. One guy selling 80,000 Austin Powers bobbleheads. That's not bad. That's a lot. Yeah, it's not bad. So then he sells the company in 2005, and then the new owners make um, more franchise partnerships with a bunch of other brands, and eventually launch the Pop exclamation point vinyl line in 2011, which is the Pop that we all know and love, and that blew up in 2012, selling many more than 80,000 units. Admittedly, um, is that a word? Whatever. So. <laughs> 2012 was kind of like the the launching point of this company. And so just another logistical uh, detail. So it's currently headquartered in Everett, Washington, but it also has a 40,000 square foot hangar of a store in Hollywood. So I see a potential trip over to Hollywood, boys, in our near future. Yeah, Chris, you, you, you better be coming uh, down here. The Funko we... Pop store. Yeah, yeah. You better be coming down here when we go to that yeah you know from all of the revenue we get from our podcast from our millions of listeners 
I think I can, you know, expense a, a plane ticket down to SoCal, you know? Yeah. So thank you, yeah. listeners. Yeah, all $1.70 of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's huge, you know? <laughs> and I really thank each and every single one of you. Wait, what the fuck? No, no, that's for the gumball machine once we get there, dude. We can't be, we gotta save our $1.70, bro. Oh shit! So you're making me make you're gonna make me pay for my own flight? Okay, I guess. Well, Dude, no. but there's a Ruby's down the street. We'll buy you some gumballs. They're only ten cents. Oh yo, Easy that's a clap, lot of gumballs. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like gumballs, that's like seventeen gumballs, dollar and seventy. Yeah, that's like five minutes worth of flavor right there. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you know right. the other thing too is that uh, you can always just start walking now, and then we'll pick you up when once you get to LA. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll start walking. I'll start walking. Yeah. All yeah, for the phone. Maybe by pop. the time you you get here, it'll actually be open for, for people to go in. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We'll see. Oh man. So, quick, quick question, Hondro, on on this on this specific uh, like Funko Pop thing. Was is Funko? I I know that. Like I seen the pop exclamation point stuff at like random stores and gimmick shops, but. Uh, is, would you know where Funko originated from? Like the specific. Oh, yeah. hey, this is no, that's Funko a great question. Pop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, originally Mike Becker, he the name was Fucko. It was like, all right, oh, you think you're so cool, Fucko? And it was like, Fucko, and then you you punch him in the face, you pop him, right? And so that was the that's where the original name came from. And the new owners were like, okay, well, you know, we gotta start catering to the kitties, because. You know, we're, we're doing this, all this kid-friendly partnership, you know, franchise deals. And so we got to kind of, you know, it's like, what the, what the funk? And that's kind of like the standard that they set. You know, what the funk? They're like, wait, that kind of sounds nice. They're like, all right, Funko. Boom. It was like, oh, shit. That's, that's like a great name. Funko Pop. And so that's where the new owners kind of came up with that name. True story. That, that makes so much sense. I mean, like the switch to family-friendly I mean, Austin Powers is definitely not family friendly, so I get mm -mm. that 100%. Well, yeah. Okay, I mean, with that, Andre, I mean, th there's really not much more to say. Like, everything's pretty straightforward, but uh, maybe maybe you'll talk about this in a sec here. But uh, why is why does Funko Pop like? Why is there literally anything can be a Funko Pop? Like, I, I, I'm I'm. It's like it's like become the Fortnite of action figures. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I really can't explain it. It's like any any like pillar of pop culture, you're guaranteed to have a Funko Pop for like everything surrounding that universe or that brand. It's pretty ridiculous. And I think Funko has done a really great job um, developing partnerships with a bunch of different brands as well as stores. And it's really it's really weird how they develop partnerships on both sides of like the supply chain with like the the brands themselves. Then they manufacture and design all the Funko Pops, and then they help with like the selling and the distribution by having these like brand specific Funko Pops made. And when I say brand specific, let's be real. It's like those uh you know like the the Tootsie Pop owl. It's like one, two, three. You know, you know like that owl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically like imagine if like Walgreens got like a green Tootsie Pop owl, and then Target got like a yellow Tootsie Pop owl, and then like Walmart got a blue Tootsie Pop owl. That's like, oh, you know, they're exclusives though. So you know, buy them all. It's like really, 
That's but okay. It, I, I have here on the dock, you have an example of some of the ridiculous exclusives. Could you, could you detail to listeners some of these? Yeah. Well, that was, I mean, that was the, the most egregious example that Wait, I Wait, that was a was real, like, that was a real thing? Funko. No, I think this was a meme. Okay. I think this was a meme. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> they, they actually had a Tootsie Pop out, like Funko Pop. I was, I was like, you can't be serious. Oh, man. I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Cause if you think about it, it's like how, I don't know, how different do you want to make these things? How much effort do you really want to put into like designing specific Funko Pops for like specific stores. I mean, you must be getting a shit ton of money from those stores, so I get it, but yeah, it's it's pretty crazy how like Funko Funko plays both sides of the game. Funko plays both sides. <laughs> yeah, they play both sides, dude. Hey, you know, so, the, the only allegiance they have is uh is is the monies, my guy, is the monies. Just like Fortnite. Yeah. Funko got no loyalty. Dude, you no know, loyalty at all. You know what would be crazy, Hondro, is if they had a, a Funko Fortnite partnership. Uh. <laughs> Ima- imagine, because like they they don't have their own they don't have their own franchise. It's all they it's all partnerships with recognizable characters. So who who are they? Who are they gonna Funko Pop? Dude, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I could see, dude. Could you imagine? So I know Funko is like a very wholesome brand, but could you imagine like Funko just going super out there and doing like, I don't know, like Sasha Gray Funko Pop? Like, could you imagine that, dude? Like, but like Walgreens exclusive, like Sasha Gray. Jesus, dude. Oh man. I mean, I think that might be an untapped market. I think maybe we could do like a. I think that's where Funko Pop can come back into the mix. Is for like that type of that type of content. I don't know. What what do you think, Joe? Yeah, that's a great question, Hondro. I I think what it really comes <laughs> down to is if Mike Becker wants to be involved again. You know, mm, good old Mike. Yeah. I mean, he, he he dipped out after after you know good seven years selling those Funko or you know pops and just dipped. Doesn't need to associate himself with the brand ever again. Yeah, so. sold his eighty k Austin Powers units, and he's he's out of there. Yeah, so fair enough, dude. I don't know if they could ever return. It's kind of like when uh, you know when RDJ decided to retire his Iron Man uh, persona. Ooh. Yeah, I'm just saying that yeah. that era is gone. Same with Mike Becker, you know, Funko Pops of 1998. Uh, it's, it's no longer there. So I mean, it doesn't surprise like Funko Pop. It kind of gives me that vibe. It's like kind of riding the wave of like whatever is popular. Like it, it's ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous how Funko sells out to the degree that it does. Cause you, you'd think like, okay, Funko Pop. You think of the figure, the figurines, right? Mm-hmm. But no, we were we were searching their store, and they literally have Coca Cola brand backpacks. I shit you not. It's just a red backpack with Coca Cola. They're just like, yeah, we're just gonna sell Coca Cola shit now. Like we're not even just gonna like try to incorporate it like a Coca Cola. I don't know, like lady or spokesperson it's just like nah just just buy a backpack with coca-cola on it if you want uh it's a well, cultural force now it's yeah, a cultural force i was, I was force, gonna say dude. you know they, they've kind of become like the water of action figures you know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like what kind, of, <laughs> what kind of flavored water do you want well i want the coke water <laughs> oh my gosh yeah that's so true dude it's like Funko Ugh. Pops just, you know, it's it's become its own thing, even though it carries no brand or it carries. No, sorry. It carries no character. 
It's definitely a brand for sure now, but it just carries no right. character. It's a medium. Right. It's like ASMR. You know? It's, yeah, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a role playing ASMR, except it's like okay, it's Funko role playing as Dwight from The Office. Exactly. exactly. Kind of gives you that vibe. Yeah, that's good. I feel it. Okay, yeah. so kind of kind of along those lines, do you guys have any Funko Pops, or do you know anyone who has a big collection or has mentioned like I want a Funko for my birthday, dude? It's like okay, <laughs> I guess. I didn't I, I didn't know anyone bucks, referred to it as that, but I mean I'll, I'll Funko? take it. I don't know. Uh, I, I, don't know. I personally I, don't know Lego, I personally have not like I don't have Funko Pops. I don't know anyone directly that has Funko Pops. Uh, I think we all know that it exists, but I've never seen someone go out of their way to buy it. But see, that's that's my world. So interesting. I guess I, sorry for you, Jarell. I should probably expand my question. Do you know anyone who has Funko Pops or um, those those anime waifu figurines? Okay, yes. So that that's an easy question. Yeah, so if, uh, uh, Chris, yeah. I don't want to call you out here. Oh um, no! <laughs> Hello, it's me, Christopher uh, Yamamoto. <laughs> Yamamoto-san. <laughs> Do you have waifus? Funko Popu. <laughs> Funko Popu. Funko Popu. Yeah. So I don't own any Funko Pops, but I have a uh, a good friend of mine who does own um, a Funko Pop. He's a big, uh, you know, he was a big uh, Hillary Clinton guy, ah, and so he had a Hillary Clinton Funko Pop on his desk, and I always used to look at it like, man, that's kind of weird. Um, but you know, I, it's pretty cool, you know, although I will say, you know, um, you know, if you go over to a dude's house, he's putting the moves on you, things are going well, he's taking you out to a nice dinner, mm. but then you get into his room, you sit on his bed, cozies up, you look behind you and there's a <laughs> bunch of Funko Pops just displayed just on Right the next wall. to the lotion bottle. And you're like, uh, that, maybe I yes. don't, yeah. That is when you should leave, um, and 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 call a friend. Definitely call a friend. That that yeah. is what I will say. How how much are Funko Pops usually, Andro? Dude, it's a range. Uh, I think the the common ones you could get them for like ten ten to fifteen bucks. But there are some more like rare ones. I assume there's like limited edition, probably like Walgreens. Um, you know, like <laughs> lime green Tootsie Pop owl that. Stuff like that, where it's like a little bit more, you know, niche, that'll cost you more, for sure. Mm, interesting, interesting. Yeah, I think the the standard range is like um, under a hundred, somewhere in that ballpark. I think there's a lot of like uh, third party selling, like conventions, and I forgot what they call them, but yeah, it's like people just bring a shit ton of Funkos, and then like other people come and barter and buy them. Wow. So like the Disney pins. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of uh, as you as you're talking about it. This reminds me of like the Beanie Baby stuff back in like the '90s. Mm. You know, like everybody thought that like investing in Beanie Babies would pay off, and like oh, everybody was hoarding it and, and stuff like that. Like, I feel like Funko Pop succeeded where Beanie Babies like failed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I could see it. I could see it. I feel like Beanie Baby Be- Beanie Babies were kind of like the crypto of the '90s. And everyone was like, no, dude, trust me. This is going to blow up, dude. Like, get get your dolphins in while you can because these dolphins are going to fucking explode, bro. Like, this this holiday season, dog, they're selling out like hotcakes. And you're going to, it's going to be like 300 a pop. And they're like, pop? Wait. Funko Wait pop? a second. Mike <laughs> Becker was like, huh? Interesting. 
and we there you have it so i guess we can thank beanie babies for the inception of funko pop actually you know what maybe that might be a little bit more cursed now that i'm thinking about it maybe if beanie babies were never around we wouldn't have funko pop true true yeah we would then had... where would i get my coca-cola and pepsi fucking backpacks bro probably from a sweatshop oh i feel oh, like they still come from, from the source <laughs> i feel like they're... yeah you're just gonna you're gonna buy some coca coca-cola backpacks in bulk straight from the factory hey man you already know you already know that the, the, those companies be engaging in sketchy behavior overseas so it's not even going <laughs> yeah that's true that's true they're All like right, oh so, what can know. make us more brand friendly oh let's make a funko pop backpack oh uh, yeah that's <laughs> oh man funko pop really out here having no shame and you gotta you gotta respect it from like a capitalistic point of view because they're killing it dude they're killing it but like from uh you know most other points of view it's like oh all right yeah dude they definitely won the game for sure for sure yeah and speaking of uh very unsettling ways in which funko has impacted society i went on deviant art and i looked up fan art for funko and you'd think there'd be some like cool like funko pop concepts on there and there are, but it's not the first thing that pops up. The first thing that pops up is, and I'm not making this up. You probably guessed it, though. Furry shit. <laughs> oh, no. It, it, we just can't escape it. Why? We can't escape it. And um, it's not just furry shit, but it's a it's a furry lady with just the, the, the biggest, the biggest old personalities that you could imagine. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I just don't, I don't get this. But then I realized that in the background, I barely noticed this, but in the background, there are like those Five Nights at Freddy's characters. And I think Five Nights at Freddy's are like a very big furry thing. I get that. But then they're also like kind of a very big Funko Pop thing. And I, I had no clue. Like, I didn't know that Five Nights at Freddy's was that much of a, like a cultural phenomenon that it would warrant like actual funkos you know uh yeah i mean I, I didn't i didn't even know five nights at freddy's was a cultural phenomenon <laughs> to begin with well, yeah yeah that's what i thought maybe maybe this is just the fan I, art the furries does, like, does it i i don't know if i would go that far to call it a cultural phenomenon but but yes i i, I guess yeah yeah i don't know it's worth noting that uh beside the furry shit is my little pony shit so i i mean i don't even you know take take whatever from that as you will but a lot of there there's like some some free shit there's some brony shit and then there's like one kim possible fan art and i gotta respect that i gotta respect that like that's you know that's getting downvoted to shit because it's not furry but you gotta support your girl Wrong, wrong audience, man. Wrong audience. Yeah. They're like, ah, skin. We don't, we don't do that here. We only do the fur. We only do the fur. We only do the fur. <laughs> flesh. Ugh. Get yeah, that shit ugh. out of here. You, you shouldn't be able to see the flesh. You should only see the fur. Only the fur, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shuck. <laughs> fur. Yes, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Going going on on this on this line of like fan art and all this good stuff funko actually has a custom editor where you can make your own funko pop 
Now, don't get too excited because it's dog shit. It is so bad. It's oh, super man. clunky. Barely so any customization. Dude, it, I mean, we were excited too. But yeah, after 15 minutes of trying to make a, a, a pop effigy for Jarrell, we <laughs> realized that the editor just didn't have the, the golf polos and the, and the khaki pants that we wanted. Um, and and the most egregious fault of all was that there was only one forearm size. True. Like, are, okay. Are you kidding me? I'll take. Are you that. kidding me? And this is even this is coming from the same company that makes the Hulk Funko Pops, and they can't have like a beefy forearm size. I just don't understand, dude. I don't get it. It was made for the layman person. That's why Hondro wouldn't be able to uh, emulate, you know, the normal normal person, you know. It's sad, dude. But so okay, what's what's kind of cool though is that Etsy, the pinnacle of you know indie art, <laughs> provides a much more customizable experience. So there's some Etsy artists that will work with you to create a custom Funko Pop of your choosing with any like scenario of your choosing. So like for example, yeah. So like uh, for example, like a proposal. Like a, like a marriage proposal that like the, the man and the woman or the, you know, person A, person B, one person proposing to the other. And then it's like that moment you can capture that in Funko Pop. Um, I don't know. Funko Pop scenario like through this artist. And it's like 95 bucks for a custom Funko Pop. And that's expensive. But if you think about it, like if you're going to get this custom made, you're working with the artist directly to like cater this to whatever you want. I don't know. It seems like it might be worth it. Um, what do you guys think? I, you know, the interesting thing is that, uh, Etsy, even like the, the artists that are on Etsy, uh, they're going to waste their time <laughs> making Aww. art for, <laughs> For something that has a customizable editor online, <laughs> dude. No, but this editor sh is so bad. Like, it. Yeah, I, I I see what you mean though. I see what you mean though. Also, speaking um, of speaking of the the you know scenarios you were speaking of, like the engagement stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. I I would like to I, I'd like to guess that uh, there might be a sizable amount where it's not. You know, man or woman or person to person. It's like persona to persona. <laughs> I mean, it's funny that you mentioned that because I do see a Funko of someone's dog. So I guess it wouldn't oh, be out of no, the realm of possibility no, to just no. do a Funko of yourself as a dog. Oh gosh. So, so like, Chris, yes, they do. Oh, they do turquoise. Mind. So you know, that's I know that's your color. Oh, lovely. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm in. Figure it out. <laughs> I don't know if that's the way to go, man. I don't know if that's the way to go. Yeah, but okay. Let's say let's say the the viewers fund three custom Funkos, one for each of us. What would your Funko be, and why? Let's start with you, Jarrell. A custom Funko for mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh man, dude. Uh, putting me on the spot here, but. First thing that comes to mind is definitely would get Oski the Bear for sure. And Oski the Bear. Oski the Bear? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, Chris Chris knows our lovely Cal mascot, um, mm. East of Berkeley. You know, I'd pay lots of money for an Oski Funko Pop. Let's just say that. 
Interesting. I uh, I respect that. You know, a lot of a lot of school pride there. Chris, uh, uh, I I don't know if it would be school pride per se. Uh, I just think no. um, it represents something that uh, exists in all of us. It's all. It's his say. persona. Right. I was gonna say. I thought. Yeah. I no. thought you were an otter, but then I realized. No, I'm the. No. Otter. You're no. the bear. It ma- it all makes sense. Okay. Fair. That's fair. Well, what, yeah. what say you, Chris? Yeah. Um, if I had to commission a Funko Pop for myself, you know, that's that's pretty tough, but. I think that, um, you know, I'm going to have to call back to a prior episode and say, you know, um, a Rainbow Dash Funko Pop, you know, I feel like that might be it. Yeah, dude. Because, you know, I I love My Little Pony. Absolutely. I thought you were going to do Pinkie Pie, but then I I remembered that you hate Pinkie Pie. Yeah, she annoying. (laughs) No, I'm Pinkie Pie. No, I'm Pinkie Pie. <laughs> hey, you know, Chris, uh, hearkening back to that, um, didn't didn't you say that uh, uh, what's it called? Um, like most people like Rainbow Dash, so wouldn't you just be joining joining the uh, you know collective, the collective bronies in that decision? Uh, yes. Yes, I would, and that doesn't sound all that great now that I think about it, but, you know, sometimes you just got to take an L here and there, you know? I think that's what I've learned throughout life. Mm, it's okay, Chris. I'll, we'll take it, we'll take it. Well, how about, how about you, Hondro? I mean, you're the one who bring this, you bring, you bring this up, so I'm curious what your yeah. custom Funko Pop would be. Well, I'm going to have to go with... Um something similar to Chris, you know, I, I think the, the, my little pony universe really struck a chord with me. And I think the, the, you know, the little exercise we did towards the end of the episode really got me thinking about like, you know, what do I value? What friendships do I value? And so in order to remember, to keep that into perspective, you know, keep valuing every day, the, the relationships I've made, I would like a Funko pop of Shanene. <laughs> To just to keep I, me grounded. Why you know? <laughs> why are you getting so meta, man? <laughs> why are you getting so meta? You're like, you know, my custom pony from from you know last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, you know, I I also want that as my Funko Pop. Yeah, we 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 may as well uh you know partner uh with Funko Pop and just have a weird internet podcast uh franchise. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that oh. would be pretty cool. Um, I, 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 this a detail that I would, you know, note because it's not, it's not obvious. Is I would want Shanene like life size. Wow, that's I, a big ask. Is so. is is that possible? Do, do uh, they, do well, they I know there's like that size. There's like giga sized funk. I don't know what they call it. Like, uh, but there's like a size tier list. I think. I'm not sure how the Funko Pop artist would manage that, but you know, we'll leave that to them. That's why they're getting the 95 bucks. I feel like that's kind of a steal at that point. I might have to to upgrade to get the life size, but even just the handheld size, you know, I guess that's okay. That's okay. Uh yeah, well, uh let's just leave it there, Andro, and and let's uh Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay, you know, okay. leave the listeners to to, to their imagination. Uh, right. 
But anyways, why, why don't we why don't we take this uh, into a, a deeper discussion, uh, Andro? Um, and I, I I did have a couple questions for for some of you, or some of you. I just there's only the two of you, uh, unless Michael is 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 uh, peeking in here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I think that like Fungal Bob has like this really weird, distinct like look. So, like, what makes a Funko Pop a Funko Pop? Because, you know, if you look at, like, Groot, for example, I don't know if you guys seen, like, the the Groot, I am Groot uh, Funko Pop, but, like, it, it looks like any other action figure just because of the way that Groot's head is is like that. So, would that still be considered a Funko Pop without the Funko Pop brand on it? or 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 is it like they need to give it a stamp of approval in order for it to be a Funko Pop? Just curious. Yeah. Gotta have the gotta gotta have the stamp of approval. I mean, that's like the it's a core tenant of collectability, right? If it if it don't got if it don't got the label, I ain't interested. That's all mm-hmm. I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every every Funko Pop actually has a cutie mark on the God on the back of the. <laughs> so that's oh, how you no, know. Dude. That's how you know it's legit. That's yeah. like the QR code. <laughs> <laughs> It's like if it doesn't lead to this uh, this page, it's not a legitimate Funko Pop. You're buying a, a fake. Oh man, it's crazy, it's factual, dude. dude. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I I totally agree with Chris. Uh, I think that the Funko like it doesn't really matter if if Groot is if it is a Funko Pop or if it is not. But if you're a collector, and if people like if you're part of the community. You want to be able to say like, hey, I have this really rare Funko Pop. And like, yes, it's legit. It's first party and it's mint condition. Whereas if you're like, hey, I got this Etsy artist to paint over like my Olaf Funko Pop to be like a rare one. Everyone's like, no one gives a fuck. Like you could just do that for anyone can do that. Mm. But I think to kind of like fit into the community and be like, hey, we know that I'm trying to impress random people on the Internet or I'm trying to like beef up my my collection. Like it's more of an inherent thing or like an internal satisfaction type of thing rather than like because like who, who who else fucking cares about this stuff other than like you if you care about it then you know you you draw your own value from it and that's totally fine yeah but like yeah. i don't think your parents really give a shit like they're probably just like oh, i mean that's cool action figure it's a funko it's a first edition limited edition all right it's a it's an Applejack second it's from the fourth season uh, this is this is the limited edition target variation of Applejack, okay? This is where she actually has Pinkie Pie's color of hooves. Okay, mom, you know that if you listen to me, listen to my podcast, episode 13. It's actually episode 14, mom. Please don't listen. But, yeah, dude. I don't know. It, it, it's like you, you generate value from it, and that's all good, you know? That's what kind of that's what kind of makes a Funko Pop a Funko Pop. What do you like, think, Jarrell? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would just say that... Uh, you know, I wouldn't know if something was a Funko Pop unless it had the, the Funko Pop brand on it. But also, like, I don't know, I've always associated that shape of an action figure with just, like, I don't know, like any random other bobblehead I've seen. So, yeah. and I think that just comes down to just interests and knowing what things are. But, like, that's kind of how communities are. Like, you just have these internal things you, you kind of associate with. Um... So yeah, I I don't really have very much opinion on it. You, you you do you, you know. You call it a Funko Pop, you can call it Funko Pop. You call it a doll, you call it a, a doll. If you call it an action figure, 
sure, we'll call it an action figure. Um, but uh, that being said, I was curious. Why do you guys think Funko Pop got so popular? Like, there's a couple things I know you and I, Hondra, discussed a little bit. Um, like, in regards to, like, nostalgia and then kind of, like, the FOMO feeling um, or just kind of, like, the fluidity of, of, like, their franchise partnerships. But I'm curious what you guys think um, or at least what you guys heard from people that you, you know who've bought Funko Pops. Yeah, so, Chris, uh, I think to, to redirect this to you specifically because I know you have that friend who has the Funko Pops and then you also have that friend who collects those uh, waifu statues i was wondering like do you have any kind of do you know like the the thought process of, of those people like why they collect them yeah um i mean you know do you guys collect anything are you guys collecting people i like uh other than those uh turkey leg bones from disneyland uh nothing much <laughs> oh yeah. oh okay what about you, Jarrell? Are you a collecty guy? Uh, the only thing I collect uh, in my life um, are memories. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. You really had to wow. do me like that. I'm fucking doing turkey bones, and you're doing, I like to collect memories and experiences throughout my life. All right, man. You know what? Hey, man. Well played, sir. Well so, subvert expectations. That's, that's, that's what you got to do sometimes. Uh, actually, Chris, I do collect something. So it doesn't doesn't it doesn't last very long, but you know uh, what, what I like to do, uh, you know, when I get M and M's is I, I like to organize them uh, and collect <laughs> them into different you know colors, and then I usually collect the blues first, and then leave them for last, so that um, at the end of it I can color my tongue blue. But that's it. That's oh. the it doesn't last long, but that's uh, something I collect um, when I get the chance. Interesting interesting that's you know i tried doing that with the yellow ones and then my family just thought i had a yeast infection so it's unfortunate but it can happen to anyone right so like what does yeah, your family yeah. think when they see your tongue blue they're like what, what were you doing to that smurf jarell like jesus no they usually say oh you need to drink water oh that's that's more reasonable than I expected. Oh, I know you were asking what they legitimately say, so that's what that's what oh, they say. Well, yeah. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. No, no jokes think, here. I'm just, you know. That's that's yeah. 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 As far as like what makes Funko so popular, I think kind of like Chris was alluding to, you know, what makes anything so popular to collect? And I think there's like one aspect of collecting things it's just it just brings you like an intrinsic sense of satisfaction to kind of have things to have things that are yours that are in order that you can like have like control over and i think especially like most people don't have control over a lot of things in their lives and it's like this is something dude like including myself including a lot of fucking people and like having collections is a way to provide that level of stability you know so it's like, you know, <laughs> it's a lot for to example, unpack my, for Funko Pops. Dude, I'm, I'm just saying, like, my, you know, my boss gives me a hard time at work. I get a custom made Funko Pop of the boss and then I decapitate the Funko Pop. Like, what does that say about me? Well, it says that I really enjoy playing with Funko Pops and action figures. <clears throat> and nothing, nothing beyond that because I love my job. <laughs> so well, I, I'm surprised you even <laughs> take it out of the case, Hondro, because, like, isn't. 
isn't it like you know the 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 longer they are in the casing the more valuable so like what if your your boss ends up becoming a celebrity like that that's that's money right there man oh that's true damn it well Just i'm gonna need to figure out some gorilla glue tactics yeah i mean you know we'll figure it out we'll figure it out yeah what about you Jarrell? What, what what do you mean what about me well, you know, what Funko Pops do you create effigies for, and then how do you kill them? Uh, that's a that's a weird and oddly specific question uh, that I oddly have an answer to. Um, so oh my gosh, yeah, you know, just do tell. Yeah. I, I usually, uh, you know, the ones that I usually put an effigy for, uh, typically just myself, you know. Um, oh what the f <laughs> wait you go and you kill it no 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 not 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 kill it just you know just stare at it just stare at it you know that's why is like, it a I mirror drill oh yeah yeah you know you i get to stare straight into my own soul that's that's usually what oh, it's there for gosh. yeah so well played sir well yeah. played i wouldn't make one of you or chris that'd be absurd absolutely absurd who'd even who'd even bring that up anyway um yeah Anyways, All right. uh, I you know that I think I think uh, the, this community in general, uh, the, the, there's a lot of really intricate and interesting things about it. But you know, we do actually have an interview lined up for a, a member of this community. So I think we'll save all of the zany and more, uh, I guess, crazier stuff that happens in that community uh, when we have that interview uh, for our listeners. Yeah, Jarrell, remember last time that we promised an interview? <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say, uh, if if we have the interview, um, we could, <laughs> yeah, you could hear more I... about the, the, the birth. Well, I mean, like overall, right? Like, I think I think right. in this in this case, we, we've definitely explored all of the shallow level stuff that Funko Pop has to offer. Um, but like we aren't community members, unfortunately. And, you know, we can't talk about pins again, Andro. Like I know. I know your your, your your past life as a as a pin seller collector for Disneyland is is something you don't like to bring up. So um, I don't know if maybe you have another life as a Funko Pop dealer that you could enlighten listeners with. So no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't debase myself. I'm I'm pins through and through. Of course, of to the course. day I die, Jarrell. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. I questioned it. Sorry, I questioned yeah. it. Sorry, well, not know. past Get life, right. but current life. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I mean, overall, like, I think the other stuff uh, deep into the community, it's kind of hard for us to, to, to continue to dive into. So um, if you guys are satisfied with that, Andrew and Chris, we can just dive straight into uh, the favorite part of our podcast, the ratings. What do you guys think? No? Yeah. Yes? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, great. So, Andrew, Chris, what... Would you give this internet community a weird rating score of? And afterwards, final thoughts. Mm, yeah, so I think Funko Pops... Hmm. You know, I feel like this is going to change after the interview. But I think right now, it oh, yeah, seems I you pretty... Said that, I thought you said there was no interview. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going all in just like you, man. I, I, I've... 
I'm confident about that we're going to have this one. So we'll see. This is going to be so shit if we don't have it. I'll be so upset. But it's okay. Yeah, where's Hashtag, all this confidence coming from? Hashtag know, right? FetLife. Dude, that that actually like gave me PTSD. Like that waking up at 3 a.m. to contact someone in fucking Germany to see if they're going to interview. And then it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's a little last minute. Oh, it was two weeks ago. I asked you. What the fuck? Anyways. Anyways. So I, I think for Funko Pops... This is uh, this is coming off of a very hot take last week, of what was it like a th- like a four or a three for um for bronies, so I think Funko is actually in that arena, and I think I def- I grossly misjudged bronies, um, but we'll we'll get back to that. I think Funko's is probably like a three to me because I think it's <laughs> very mainstream. It is definitely a little weird the way like the the lengths that people go to like. I don't know, edit their Funkos or make custom ones uh, and just like collect a shit ton of them. But I think, you know, people collect things all the time. I mean, would is it weirder to collect like katanas or to collect Funko Pops? Probably katanas. Yeah, so I would say weird. like, yeah, it's a little fucking weird. So I yeah, think that, that has appropriation at, in it. Right, Chris? That too. Well, so does yeah, Funko there Pops. there you go. <laughs> so does Funko's got, Funko's got everything. Everything um, is cultural exploitation. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but see, with yeah, Funko, the... everything's free game. Like, if everything is appropriated, then nothing is appropriated. Oh my god! That that is the t- yeah. grand takeaway from this <laughs> podcast. Mm-hmm. If there from was the, one, from the the sweet sweet branding to the sweaty sweaty sweatshops, it's all appropriation. It's all exploitation. <laughs> so you know what? We're gonna go with a three. I think it. There's definitely weirder stuff out there, but it. It does have its strange aspects, and I do. I am accounting for the the interview that we're gonna have, because I think that's gonna shed some light on the more interesting aspects of the Funko Pop community. Okay, all right, we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, Chris, what do you? What What's your rating and what's your thoughts here? Yeah, I am going to have to give this a weird internet rating of two. Um, oh. Okay. I don't think this is that weird. Maybe that's just because, you know, I'm Japanese and a, Japanese people love collecting things. Like, you know what I mean? Like all the weird stuff. Um, yeah, animal. So you know, collecting. Waifus. Yeah, exactly. And so collecting vinyl figures is a long and storied tradition within my culture. <laughs> and so this seems yeah. very normal, if not kind of lacking if anything collect more shit <laughs> that is my perspective that that is that is a good uh perspective to have chris i think uh at least it's not body pillows unless they do have body at pillows I, not... I'm, I'm making an assumption here that funko pop fans don't have body pillows um, i feel like body pillows are a little more functional it kind of like serves yeah. it's not a dual purpose um yeah well you know funko is like short for functional right functional pop <laughs> No, no, dude. It's fucking. Anyway, yeah, 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 no, yeah. Okay, well, thank you, Chris, for 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 that rating. I I, I would say I I'm in agreement with Chris. Definitely a two or a three. Um, I'll stick with like the lower end of things and, and call it a two. Uh, it's not. I I just feel like there's there's like a history in just in general with with people in every culture and society where we just like latch on and collect just the weirdest stuff and i feel like this is just 
in line with everything else that we do. So I would I would hundred percent give it um, to um, just for those reasons. But yeah, I mean, there's really not much more to say. I I, I agree with you guys on that. It's just <laughs> like just like why. <laughs> <laughs> but but we say that with every single community just like why like why are you so upset with bronies you know like why are you obsessed with ponies and stuff and like why yeah that life like, i get but yeah you know, everything yeah. else i am yeah, with you but, but also too you know we'll, we'll dive into this in a second here too just like overall with with all the communities too i, I do feel like i've become super desensitized um about all of these communities just from constant comparison so yeah, I, I, I don't know if I would have said the same thing if, if this was episode one instead of episode 15. So, but anyways. That's fair. That's fair. Anyways, yeah. with that, we get an internet rating score of... Uh, 2.6. Oh, sorry. I thought you... <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm using my lovely calculator to do this. Ah, two and one third. Two point three 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 three. Oh dang! Three 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 three. Yeah, which uh, yeah, I feel like we've progressively gotten lower. You know, maybe there's some merit to that as we as we do more seasons. Um, how we're just getting slowly more desensitized with, um, these communities. But yeah, it's a pretty low score in comparison to what we have. So, props to you guys. Yeah. But anyways, with that, with these ratings, one. Final thoughts, one-liners, Hanjo, you can start. Uh, I really wish that Funko stood for functional member of society, um, in which case I probably wouldn't have that much of an issue with this, but it doesn't. So, um, you know, I don't even know where I stand. It's just, uh, you know, collect what, collect whatever the fuck you want and, you know, mind your own business all mine my own business stay, stay the fuck out of my way i'll stay the fuck out of yours collect funko pops don't collect funko pops i don't give a shit dude all right pretty aggressive but we'll take it yeah uh, chris yeah um you know kind of echoing what hondra said collect what <laughs> you want don't feel pressured to you know stop collecting the things you love and give you joy because that's what collections should do Great, that was that was the shortest and le like least savage one liner I've heard you all season, Chris. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice, you know. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. Well, for me, um, all I'd say is actually I don't really know what to say. To to be quite fair, there there's so much I I should say, but what I will say is just don't drop more money than you can spend on Funko Pops. It just takes up too much space. And what are you going to do with them? I'm just saying. At least with Beanie Babies, you could burn them. I don't know if you can do the same thing with uh, Funko Pops. Oh my gosh. It's probably so bad for the environment. <laughs> Burning vinyl? Like, that just sounds bad. I'm not an environmental scientist, but it don't sound that good. Yeah, you could probably yeah. stomp them out, though. <laughs> Turn it so. into, like, a puddle on the ground? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, thank you guys for your final thoughts. Uh, and because this is our final episode of the season, 
Uh, we're actually going to die. Instead of finishing out the episode now. Die. We're actually going to die. It's <laughs> death. That's, that's the end of the, what happens during the season. No, we're, we're actually going to dive into a quick retrospective on the Weird Internet Season 1. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to kind of start things off here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you guys what ended up happening for uh, this season uh, in terms right. of ratings from least weird to most. Get ready, boys. Let's right. do it. So, at the top of our list... ASMR was rated our least weird internet community. Surprised? Not surprised? Mm, makes sense to me. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Followed by Pornhub Insights. Uh, I don't know. I think I think it's 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 kind of weird, but no. I mean, I think I think let, let's let's hear the other ones though. Okay. Let's hear the other ones. Yeah, so uh, I'll just keep listing them off. I won't wait for a pause. Uh, so Pornhub Insights is followed by Funko Pop, then Popaholics, then Ravelry, then K-pop stands, Horoscopes, uh, and then our middle of the pack here is actually Bronies. Bronies is actually mm. our uh, center of the pack. And then from there, we get Van Life, VC Twitter, Elon Musk stands, and fed life and then disneyland wall street bets and what we rated the most weird internet community is furries <laughs> yeah i think furries i could see uh, you know top top three i think wall street bets i think it was more unique than weird it was unique yeah. in, in the way that like it was able to influence big big corporations big money so hard but i don't know if it's like weird and 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 pretty much any other sense um okay okay yeah we'll take it and fetlife i feel like fetlife is reasonable like top five so i think fourth makes sense Hmm. i think elon musk stands those those people are pretty fucking weird i think top five makes sense for elon musk stands I think Bronies is criminally under <laughs> underranked, and I think that's my B. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I apologize for that for my criminally low rating of three. I think we should definitely revisit the Brony conventions, and we can see the the ball pit of glory among other things that will definitely pu- um, bump up my rating. But yeah, Bronies should definitely be top top three to top five. Shit is weird. Okay, for sure, for sure, Chris. Do you do you think this is an accurate reflection of of everything? Yeah, I generally generally I agree. Um, I think that yeah, for you said furries is the weirdest, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I can agree with that. Um, sorry, furries, but it's not bad to be weird. It's just really fucking weird. Um, <laughs> it's really fucking weird. And I I think that's totally fine. You know. Um, Pornhub Insights, kind of low. I think that week we were on a whole, like, oh, like, sex positivity thing. We're like, oh, yeah, no, porn is normal. Yeah, it's fucking normal, but it's still a little weird, I guess. So, (laughs) in hindsight, you know, I'd probably rate that a little bit higher, but it's okay. You know, we Uh we support um, getting to know yourself sexually. Um, I think think it's important. So, yeah, I, I agree with it. 
Elon Musk stands is pretty high, right? You said. Yeah, Elon yeah. Musk stands is at is is top five. Yeah, I, the thing is, like, a lot of people are Elon Musk stands, and so like in the grand scheme of things, they're not just they're not that weird as much as like they're just fucking annoying. Um, but I <laughs> which isn't weird agree. at all I on the internet. Yeah, I, I generally agree. You know, I I think uh, it makes sense. Makes sense. I am proud of our ratings. Great, great. Well done, um, gentlemen. That's that's all all I could ever hope for. Uh, yeah, this has been an awesome season. So definitely very happy to have you, Chris, on here and Hondro as well. Uh, and then Michael kind of peeking his head in every so often. Um, so that being said, what was the mo- what was the overall most memorable community to the two of you? That's a toughie. I mean, I have mine right now. I, mean, I hashtag FetLife. That that is still hashtag that is still the most life. memorable uh, episode to film or to record, <laughs> as well as the amount of jokes we keep returning to um, is just is just, it's so so bad. Yeah. Also, because of Fet your experience, Hondro, for yeah, for, for more so. <laughs> I, I think I think I'd have to agree with you, Jarrell. Now the memories are starting to flood back. And uh, yeah, FetLife was definitely, and I think it was kind of our um, our introduction into like more thorough reviews into some of these communities. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, definitely a fucking memorable week. Memorable several weeks. That was yeah. That was a life. three. That was like three weeks of just what was going on. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but oh, man. Okay, Chris. Chris, do you have a uh, any any takes for for most memorable? Um, I gotta say, the ASMR episode, even though I think from a content perspective, yeah, it was a good episode, but man, the whispering, that, that just kind of sticks out in my brain as like, I, how am I supposed to ever forget that? I, I don't think it's possible, for better or for worse, you know? I think that will forever remain seared in my mind. Well, that's great, great. We're, we're glad that... Uh... Uh, well, I'm glad, actually. I'm glad that the editing has, has stuck with you, Chris. I'll definitely make sure to send you the raw audio files in the near future. Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay, but with that, uh, which community then, uh, on the opposite end, do you most regret covering? Uh, I mean, I don't regret any of this because time spent with good friends is always great time spent, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, when you're not being shafted by work, but m- mostly, yeah. Yeah, or when you, you're getting shafted by work while with friends. Now that that's mm. like a you know like a confused boner type thing where it's like, eh, like, do I like this? Do I not? I don't know. It's like, why am I half chub right now? Like, I'm not sure exactly where that's coming exactly. from. Exactly, from the friends or is from the work? You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. The mind gets confused over time with those things, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, all right. I think I'm going to have to disagree with you there, Chris, because we did cover Popaholics and I still can't unsee some of the shit that I researched for that episode. And I think you that like was that the episode, dude, I think, <laughs> so I think that episode Mike subbed in and we watched some heinous shit. That was not okay. The, like the cysts. dude, an infected tattoo, Ooh. like the drained with like staph infection. Not okay. Not okay, dude. So I think 
if anything, I think I still think it was fun to cover and it was good. It was good to get that out for the people. But I think overall, that was that was definitely um, it was dance in the line. It was dance in the line. I that was the most confusing boner I think I've ever gotten. Yeah, lots of explosions there. Um, lots of explosions. Did have a boner? Huh? No, no, no. I said that was the weirdest boner that Jarell has ever had. So he wait, told me, yo, don't dude. Don't you were full sale university. Dude. You were full sale university. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, we, we kept it under wraps. There, we kept it under wraps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, okay. I, I, my response to all this actually uh, will surprise you guys. Um, I, I think the community I regret most is VC Twitter. This is our second episode. Um, really? Yeah, and and the reason being is that when I first when I first like when we first did the community, I didn't know too much about it. I didn't know too much about the community, and I thought like roasting it and everything would be like super funny. Um, and it still is in my honest opinion, but now that I'm in so deep, like four months later, like I'm still kind of on VC Twitter, um, it makes me really no, sad that dude. this is reality. Oh. I'm like, I wish I was ignorant to this community because it's so oh. cringe. <laughs> if I had just left it, if I had just like left it in its own like pool, if I had just like ignored that this thing was even around, I could have just navigated it without having to deal with, um, knowing it exists but Dude, here i it's am it's never too late to put it down and just become a k-pop stan hey time for those fan cams yes, you know sir. i'm about to program a, a twitter bot just for that yes sir stan luna baby stan luna great well anyways uh awesome thank you guys so much once again for an awesome season uh i can't believe we've been doing this for 15 full weeks uh <laughs> like yeah there's there's so much to unpack with that um, but anyways, with that, uh, I'm going to close up the episode. Uh, thank you once again, Chris, for, for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on. Uh, thank you as always, Hondro, for just, you know, killing the game, my guy. Um, pleasure. so yeah. So with that, I will take us out. And that was our final episode of season one of the weird internet podcast. Thank you all Ooh. listeners. <laughs> yeah yeah wow we've been we've been doing this for four four full months almost five months um so thank you all listeners so much for for taking the time to listen to our takes on these communities and for allowing us uh an excuse to explore the weirder parts of the internet so if we missed an aspect of funko pops that you wish we included please let us know actually if we missed any type of communities that you wish that we included this season please let us know dm us on instagram facebook and podbean with any thoughts questions and suggestions and also visit us at our website which should be up by the time this podcast goes up polyecon.com and yeah thank you all listeners so much and we will see you all in the next season of the weird internet podcast bye bye Bye-bye. See you next season.